0: Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome into this week's uh, second edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Uh, myself, meteorologist Andrew Gordon,
1: here with uh, meteorologist Dave Turley. How you doing, Dave? Doing all right, Andrew. It's uh, Thursday, January 11th, and we are coming off one First Alert Weather Day we had on Tuesday. And we are looking forward to, I guess we can say looking forward to another First Alert Weather Day coming up on Friday.
0: Yeah, being behind us. That's what we're looking forward to uh, getting those storms, potential storms in and out. So started off today, definitely chilly. A lot of us 30s and 40s, near 60 this afternoon. But as we get into Friday, our first alert weather day, we've got the chance for some storms to come on through the area. But it's not going to be as
1: widespread as what we had on Tuesday. So let's get the setup of what we have coming up here heading into our Friday. Uh, Kind of a similar setup to what we saw on Tuesday. We will have a warm front lift through. Looks like more closer to that uh, late morning, early afternoon time frame. Uh, That's going to bring with it a chance for some showers and storms with the front. And then the cold front will swing on through later into the evening hours. That's the setup.
0: Yeah, so I'll be watching that through the morning to see how that progresses, to make sure everything's kind of on track with the forecast with that warmer air coming in as we go to the afternoon. So those highs are gonna be near 70 degrees and with that you know warmth is one of the ingredients we look for for severe weather forecasting in our inland areas have a chance for some severe storms really everybody but that enhanced risk is more so i-16 down there toward
1: middle georgia and
0: then even up toward atlanta and then going across much of south carolina
1: yeah and that enhanced is for the chance for uh, any type of severe weather what are the chances we break it down even a little bit further and this is the the threats from tornado wind and hail yeah. all expected to be uh, potential coming up here on our Friday yeah, so we're looking at instability. We have to
0: have enough of that to get these storms to form, but if they do, then we could have these severe threats, these parameters met uh, that you see on your screen there. So tornadoes is the one that kind of has our attention because we're, if you guys are watching on on Dave's Facebook page, the uh, black lines, the hatched, we talked about this earlier this week, means that it's kind of a, a, a greater risk for something stronger or more impactful. So with tornadoes, that means EF2
1: or greater, so stronger long track, potentially tornadoes could be around yeah exactly and as you mentioned it's a question of potential if we get some of these storms developing all the ingredients are there uh, so if we get those developing they could potentially be on the sphere side and you mentioned that hatched area for tornadoes there's a hatched area also for wind most of that is just kind of uh, creeping into some of our northern areas but that means again a greater potential for wind's Uh, over 70 miles per hour. So a lot of wind energy again with this system. But unlike the last system, we could actually have some hail with some of these storms as well.
0: Yeah. And this is more single cell in nature, uh, discrete cells, as we call them, versus just seeing all of us getting severe weather within a couple hours because of a big line that moves through the area. We'll be watching for uh, single individual cells forming. Those then will be tracking off to the Northeast likely. And with that, since you have just one cell trying to kind of hog all the energy for that area, they can get a little taller. And with that, you have a better chance for some hail because it's tapping into some colder air
1: way above us and let's talk about again we showed you that one still graphic there uh i'll pop it back up here of what it looks like kind of an overall pattern but uh, let's go kind of hour by hour and just show you that It's not an all-day rain. Some areas might not see any rain or thunderstorms on Friday, but other areas can get quite a bit, depending on if you see a thunderstorm or not. So I'll put this graphic on here, and this is going to go through the day, kind of timing out. You see the hourly graphic running. There's the Mm -hmm. warm front. Looks like probably getting closer to around that, maybe noon time that's going to have the showers and storms maybe a little break but then that's where those discrete storms that you talked about could be there and then the cold front swings on through into the evening notice how very widely scattered with that activity even with the cold front
0: right and what we don't want to see in the afternoon is sunshine so hopefully we stay more cloudy because more sun increases instability that increases lift and that would mean maybe a few more storms is out there. So that's kind of one of the question marks in the forecast for Friday, even though we're 24 hours or so away from that. So as Dave just showed you with that warm front lifting, that kind of opens the window for a stronger storm or two around lunchtime going into the evening. That then is concluded with the cold front moving offshore. So a couple different factors at play here.
1: And and we're looking at a lot of the the latest computer models. uh, Some of the mesoscale models we're looking at here are suggesting Uh, maybe not as much energy left over when the cold front moves on through into the evening hours. So hopefully again, we can maybe fine tune this forecast as we get a little bit closer into our Friday. Uh, But it's all about potential, all about making sure that you are aware of, of that potential for severe. So we're going to keep it around noon again with that warm front lifting in. And then again, it's not an all day uh, threat as far as, rain going to be raining and stormed all day, but we'll have to see how these storms kind of develop in there on Friday.
0: Yeah, definitely. At least the morning commute looks dry, but it's one of those days that with the downpours that could pop up around lunchtime, if not just before for some communities, just make sure you've got that rain gear with you as you step out the door, even if it's not raining in
1: the morning, which looks like the morning will be mostly dry. And it's going to be just a windy day anyways, not quite as windy as it was on Tuesday, but still, we could easily have winds 30 to 35 plus miles per hour, uh, non-thunderstorms. So it's just going to be kind of a a windy day across the area.
0: Yeah, no official wind advisory has been issued as of right now. Of course, that could change as we get closer to it, but you could still have some rogue wind gusts closer to 40 but uh, keep in mind, we had multiple wind gusts over 40 on Tuesday. So this isn't as widespread windy as, as Tuesday. So they're kind of different. We're trying to draw comparisons, but their setups are a little different as as well. So you don't want to think, oh, let's take Tuesday into a repeat
1: because that's right. not exactly what it's, not it's not looking repeat. like. Exa- exactly. Every, every situation uh, is going to be a little bit different. And this one, similar, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully not as... Uh, let's say active as it was on Tuesday we had three confirmed tornadoes uh, across our immediate viewing area and a lot of damage to do some some trees so we could have some more tree damage again with that wind energy in there uh, a day to make sure you have those alerts turned on in your weather app make sure you have all your electronic devices charged and just make sure you have a way to continue to update it and getting that information throughout the day yeah
0: sure and we're looking out over the weekend we cool down after that front that moves offshore late on our Friday evening overnight that colder air starts to come in you don't really start feeling it what we'll notice is that it's not going to be as warm as we get the day going on Saturday then Sunday looks a little colder that colder air filters in usually the second morning is the coldest and those temperatures will be back down in the 30s.
1: Yeah, a chilly start, but a lot of sunshine Sunday afternoon. I have a tennis match Sunday afternoon, so it'll thank you very much. Uh, it'll be dry with the sunshine, so that'll be nice with those temps in the fifties. Then we have more questions coming mm. up heading into next week. Uh, I, i think we're a little bit more confident maybe a little drier starting out monday yeah. but then how much rain computer models differ on kind of the formation of an area of low pressure if it's going to develop will it be off the coast how close will it be to the coast so still a lot of question marks monday and tuesday
0: yeah i wish we had all the answers but right now kind of favoring tuesday for maybe a little bit more rain we'll have to watch that as that system then moves out look what happens back behind it though we get colder as we go into Wednesday. Some of us might not be making it out of the forties on Wednesday. So we'll kind of fine tune the rain chance for the beginning of the week. All of that moisture gets out before we get cold though. So let's talk about that. Not, not worried about that, but it definitely will get colder by the middle of next week. That, that signal is, is pretty consistent.
1: Yeah. And there's still some question marks on how cold it's actually going to get for our area as well. Some models are suggesting low twenties. Other ones are suggesting maybe upper twenties and thirties and, Okay. So we know it's going to get colder that everybody is going to all the computer models, I should say, suggest a big cool down coming up for the middle part of next week.
0: Yeah. So big swing there. We've got temperatures near 70 on Friday. We could have some 20s on Wednesday morning. So a lot to talk about in the full forecast. Of course, you can always catch that online. We are on most of the morning, day and night, as well as WTOC.com. And of course, the WTOC weather app, an important tool to have as many people found out with all those warnings going off on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, uh, make sure those are turned on again for this one. And the First Little Weather team will make sure we have all that information going out on social media platforms. That's going to do it for another edition of the WTOC First Little Weather Podcast. For meteorologist Andrew Gordon, I'm meteorologist Dave Turley. We'll see you next time.